This is KCBX Central Coast Public Radio. I'm Father Ian Dullinger, and I'm playing with food. As a summer camp counselor when I was in college, the kids got to choose their activities for the week. One of those activities involved a warm, delicious yeast dough experience. Yes, that is how the recipe for soft pretzels was described. We then spent about an hour basking in our warm, delicious yeast dough experience. I took that experience with me into parish youth ministry when I moved to the Silicon Valley. And making these soft pretzels has been something I occasionally do because, well, who doesn't like bread with salt on it? But of course, Bavarian-style soft pretzels are more than bread with salt on them, so the Playing With Food team found the Central Coast's only artisan pretzel maker to have a commercial-sized, warm, delicious yeast dough experience. My name is Brett. I work at Back Porch Bakery, and I make pretzels, and I do the mixing of the dough. So you're going to show me how to make pretzels today? I'm going to show you how to make pretzels from the dividing, pre-shaping, final shaping, dipping them in lye, salting them, and getting them in the oven. We mix in this Hobart mixer here, and then after that, about half hour, we fold the dough. I got everything ready for you, so I've already folded the dough. In about 20 minutes, we'll start dividing and shaping that dough. What's in the dough? Is it a special Um, pretzel dough? Pretzel dough is pretty traditional and ordinary. You can get fancy and put different things in it, but mostly it's all-purpose flour, salt, sugar, malted barley, a little bit, put yeast in, of course, a little butter, water, of course, and then mix it all together. Takes about six minutes to mix up, an hour to get ready. We fold it a half hour that we fold it so it gets the gas out of it because it starts to rise. Fold it over and then it relaxes a little bit. That half hour after we fold it, we'll take it out and divide it up. So this is our big oven. You can see it's the size of a walk-in closet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we could get wow. $1,500 a month for rent. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> this way. When I turn the oven on, we have a whole bunch of things that we bake in this. So I hit the list and it shows us all the different recipes. So it says, the temperature and how long the time is. This is recipe one, so I hit select, and it's gonna preheat, and we bake at 420, 416 minutes. It's a yeast dough, Mm -hmm. but you mentioned that you fold it over so it doesn't rise. What's the function of the yeast if you don't want it to rise? We want it to rise a little. We don't want it to get too risen before we pre-shape it. So then after we pre-shape it, final shape it, I'll put it on the rack, and then we'll wait for it to proof. That's when the yeast is starting to activate, and you can see it rise over time. We want to get it to where the dough is... um, I'll show you when we're actually testing the proof. I'll put my thumb in it just to see if it resists and pushes back against it. Then I know the yeast is working. And when it can't push back anymore, then we'll put it in the freezer or in the fridge. How much rising is done in the oven? You'll kind of see, once we dip and bake them, they won't look very appetizing (laughs) at all. And then we'll push them in and then magic happens. They kind of fluff and they get that puffiness. So when they're actually dipped in lye and kind of laying on the trays, they look kind of deflated and soggy but then they really come to life in the oven. Also, while you're here, we're going to do a little experimental for Beta's eighth anniversary, which is coming up in May. He wants us to make a pretzel in the shape of an eight. So we're doing a little experimentation because it's something we've never done before. We're gonna divide up the dough by weight and then it will get pre-shaped. It'll be kind of like a little cylinder. We leave it like that to relax a little bit and then we make it into the final long shape, twisted around into a pretzel. So I'm gonna take this dough out and I'm going to divide it up. We do each pretzel at point 
42 of a pound. This is going to make 47 pretzels. They may be different shapes, but they're all exactly the same size because they're exactly the same weight. The texture of the dough is exactly like when we've gotten to that point where it's harder to work off breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and we refer to ourselves as doughy. Feels exactly yes. like a doughy person. So we're pre-shaping the pretzels now with the dough molding. Pretty uniform. Did you want to give it a shot? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I just throw it in there. Where'd it go? Oh, there it is. <laughs> they look like big fat cigars. Okay, now what do we do? This dough, we gave it what we call bench rest. It means after we pre-shape it, we let it relax because we're going to stretch this thing out and we don't want it to be a resistant, but we also don't want it to be too relaxed. Then we'll just get long ropey pretzels that no one will want. The dough will tell us if it's ready. It'll say, no, I'm not ready. I resist. Give me a few more minutes. So I've taken it out. I've got a big fat middle here. So what I want to do is I'll take it around, cross it over, stick the ending. You can't pull the dough because you'll just rip it. So I'm just like working my hands slowly and letting the dough give me what it wants to. When I feel like it's stretched out enough, I'll kind of measure it and go, oh yeah, it's a nice fat middle. The ends extend long enough. Pull them up here after I've crossed them over, stick them in. We want to make sure that these are nice and pushed in so that when we dip them in that lye, they don't come undone. So you shape yours differently. I don't think it's different. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell the difference. I you, can tell that's your pretzel. He's got a big fat wadge between the two arms, mm -hmm. whereas yours, the fatness starts to taper off after the arm, whereas his kind of like precipitously tapers off. I'm not a pretzel expert. <laughs> Speaking of pretzel expert, here, are you ready? Okay, what? Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah. Okay. So you want me to roll it out? What I usually do is I take it from the outside and I want to take it from that. Okay. Oh, look at you. Well, this one it is springing back. Yes. Am I doing something wrong? No, or is no, it the no, dough? no. That's the resistance of the dough. Yeah. We take our time, we pull it out. You don't want to force it. Yep. You did that. Okay. Uh -huh. you, you flip and it then over we itself. pull it up this way, attach okay. it on each side. Do you pinch it or just just mm, kind of mm. pinch it and then this is, coddle it a little yeah. bit? Oh look! I would stretch that out just a little bit. Okay. That's so it the is... thing about this dough is that you can play with it. It's very it's very sturdy. For your first time here in our bakery making pretzels, awesome job. This is the kind of art slash science of it is seeing how long it takes for them to proof. The recipe is the same, but everything else is different. The moisture in the air, the temperature, everything goes into how long these things are gonna take to puff up. I'm gonna set them aside over by the walk-in and then we'll give them the little squeeze test later to see how they're doing. Sure. You're listening to KCBX Public Radio for the Central Coast. I'm Father Ian learning how Bavarian pretzels are made. The dough is made, it's been shaped, and it's been set aside to rest for the next step. Brett is about to dip the shaped dough into lye, which is sodium hydroxide, one of the strongest basic compounds around. A base is the opposite of an acid. Sorry, my chemistry degree is coming out. Bases, like sodium hydroxide or lye, are just as harmful as acids, so Brett is taking appropriate safety measures. You would be surprised at how many foodstuffs are treated with lye, including bagels, Nordic lutefisk, olives, canned mandarin oranges, and hominy. So when we're dipping and baking the pretzels, 
we dip them in a mixture of lye. Because it's lye, I put on protective goggles, Very I wear good. long sleeves, I wear gloves. Yeah, it's this, it's food grade lye. 100% pure sodium hydroxide. As far as I know. That's yeah. what it says on the label. Oh, well again, yeah. then yeah. We do this mixture for about 100 pretzels or pretzel buns at a time, and then we would refresh it if we were doing more. And what does the lye accomplish? Gets that deep color that you can't get with like egg wash or other like, you know, the home ones where they try and cheat it. But this is the old traditional method where we dip it in. It kind of coats all of it. Does it also contribute to the kind of crust that you get on? Yeah, yeah, you do get that crust. When we pull them out, they'll feel a little soft on the top, but they'll kind of crust over and get that hardness on the top, but still feel really nice and warm and soft on the inside. I'll put them in two, three, or four at a time. I'm just gonna put these in two at a time. Put them in, I wanna leave them for a few seconds, make sure they're all coated, top and bottom, and then I put them on the tray, dip, bottom and top, let them sit. So every now and then you can see it, the stuff starts to rise to the top, the lye sits on top. So I'll mix it up just to make sure that every part is evenly coated. I mean, I might put mm, 160 pretzels on one of these racks to bake at a time. So I want to make sure that the top and the bottom are as even as possible, uniform. We don't always salt all of our pretzels. Some places prefer them to be unsalted. There's a special pretzel salt. That's a very scientific method. We just shake it over. <laughs> you can see how they look now. How they'll be when they come out. You see they're much more fluffed, starting to crack open because they're nice and puffy on the inside. All right, then we roll it over. This big oven has this rotating device in the top here. So I'll make sure that it's lined up because these grooves are gonna go in there. So it rotates the rack. I make sure that it's lined up with the grooves in the top here. I pull it in, pull it back, and then close it. Once I hit start, timer goes down, and you can see inside the rack is rotating. Oh, wow, cool. I know, amazing, isn't it? This is what people need for their sunbeds. <laughs> the people are slowly <laughs> rotated as they Yes, like sit you're on a rotisserie. Yes. <laughs> Oh, those are pretzels? What's that? Is that noise our pretzels? Oh, it is our pretzels. Freshly baked ones. They look beautiful. Nice smell. Wow. You see the difference from how we put them in when they were wet with the lye and they were kind of like limp and now they're puffed up, beautiful. Skin is nice and crispy on the outside. Gorgeous on the inside. When they cool down, we'll get some mustard out and sample them. Now it's time for my favorite part of playing with food, the tasting freshly baked pretzels right out of the oven. We are sampling our experimental eight design for one of our clients' eight anniversary. We're gonna have eight shaped pretzels. So we're giving them a try. They look beautiful. Oh my word. And they're still warm. Mm. I'm gonna try it without the mustard first. Mmm, yeah. really nice and chewy. I quite often take some of the salt off. I like the salt, but not all of the salt. Mm. We tend to oversalt them as they're shipped and delivered. Salt will naturally yeah. come off, so. Now, I'm gonna try it with some mustard. Some organic Dijon, is that what you would normally use in Germany? I don't know. It's all we had in the fridge, so <laughs> I was looking for French's to tell you the truth, but. <laughs> the general consensus about the best way to eat a pretzel is with butter and Nutella. 
Wow. And that they have individual sized Nutellas that they often sell at bakeries. Tried it myself. It's really good. <laughs> okay, here we go with mustard. Hashtag mustard. Pretzel with mustard. So how often do you eat a pretzel? Mm, once every couple weeks, maybe. Pretzels are pretty versatile. Do you make pretzels at home? I don't bake at home. Super fun. What did you think of making pretzels? It was fun, and it's relatively quick. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, once you make a few hundred of them, you can get pretty fast. And it's nice to know that it's mostly done by hand. Yeah, it's one of the great things about it, because like, it's a little art and a little science. Each pretzel, while it's same recipe, same weight and everything, little different shape, little different, you know, nuanced, unique in its own way. You're listening to KCBX Public Radio for the Central Coast. I'm Father Ian, and I just followed the process for baking Bavarian-style pretzels at Back Porch Bakery. Brett the Baker gave us an experimental pretzel shape for our tasting. That shape was a figure eight for the eighth anniversary of the Central Coast's oldest German beer garden. So I thought I would find the proprietor of this beer garden and find out how a real German eats pretzels. My name is Beda Schmitrus, and I'm the owner of Beda's Beer Garden here in San Luis Obispo. Can I safely assume that you're from Germany? Oh, yeah. Okay. Duisburg, Düsseldorf, close to Holland. We came to America in December of 84, and we moved to San Luis Obispo in January of 87, and finally we accepted as newcomers. <laughs> so we're here in your restaurant with German food and German theme, and I'm about ready to try a pretzel. How authentic or traditional are soft pretzels in Germany? When I grew up, I didn't know a lot about pretzels because they're more from the south, Bavaria and Austria and Schwaben. But now everything has changed. When I came over here 40 years ago, everything was different. You know, the world has changed. So I am not entirely sure how widespread they are. They're probably all over Germany now, just like the Oktoberfest that was only in Munich and now it's in the whole world. Traditionally, it was more in the south. So you didn't even have a pretzel growing up? Not really. I mean, we had more of those little hard pretzels, you know, the snack, but not the soft pretzel. We had regular rolls called Brötchen and not really a pretzel. Your childhood did include what we would know as a hard pretzel? Yes. That was just basically a regular snack, like peanuts. But Germany, although it's not a huge country, it has a great variety and diversity of different food. Like in my German restaurant, things that you may expect we may not have it because it comes from another region of Germany. And so with the pretzel, when we opened, we wanted something very traditional from everywhere. And of course, we had to include the pretzel. Of course, we did the cheese and we have the mustards. But it is a very diverse culinary culture in Germany. People saying, oh, this is not right. You know, this is not how my mom or this is not how my father who came from there and there did it. Or, and I always say, just because you don't know it as German, everything that you eat here has gone through my stomach when I was young. There are a few things that we added just to have the diversity that we didn't have when I grew up. Yeah, and that's one of the things that we don't realize is that how things are done at home may be different than how things are done in restaurants, <laughs> particularly restaurants that cater to tourists. We only here serve what we know. We don't try to do things that we have no idea about. What you get here is what my wife Helga and I grew up with. And it is original German food. It may not be what you had in Bavaria or in Hamburg or in wherever, but it is originally from our area, the Lower Rhine area in Germany. 
So much has changed when the borders opened, when the EU was started, when all these things happened. It became a multicultural society. And so a lot of those corner pubs are not German corner pubs anymore. They're owned by other peoples, I mean foreigners, and nothing wrong with it. It's just that the traditional German corner pub isn't really there anymore in the big cities, more in the rural areas. Right. Here's your pretzel and cheese for you. Great, thank you. That looks really good. Welcome. Great. Enjoy. Thank you. So my pretzel's here, how do I eat this? Well, you know what, there isn't really a specific method to eat it. I personally take the pretzel, rip it apart off, take the knife, put some cheese on, or mustard, or whatever you like, or butter, and just eat it. Some people that are more refined than I am take knife and, and, and fork, but this is more like a, a bread. You can just take your hand and tear a piece off and put some cheese on and then just eat it. Or now just bite into it, or you know, it's like you don't, there isn't one specific method to eat a pretzel. Okay, I've been told that there is. Oh, there is? Okay. People who have been to Germany have told me this is how they eat them in Germany. This is very delicious. I did have a pretzel while I was in Berlin from a pretzel stand. Yeah? It was just a pretzel on a stick. Probably. On a cart that was yeah. being pushed by yeah. ham. And I haven't been to Bavaria, but I've been told that, oh, the way the Germans do it, because all Germans, right? <laughs> oh, well, maybe I'm not German, yeah. but who knows That's what my parents were. <laughs> Slice it down the middle and put butter on it and eat it that way. So I don't know, you know. You know. I, I, I ha I'm having cheese. I don't know if that's traditional. We had mustard in the bakery. Again, it is not necessary. The, the, the Obatsta, which is a cheese, is from Bavaria. We have making our own version of it, or we're making Bedatsta instead of Obatsta, but whatever. I mean, you know, it's like every everybody has different tastes. So, yes, I eat pretzel with butter, but I don't cut it up. I take a piece, I put a little butter on like you did with the cheese. Most people that I know, they just take the pretzel, take a piece off, just dunk it into the mustard or put some cheese or butter on it or some take it with soup and dunk it in the soup. I'm not somebody who tries to make up stories. This is how I grew up, this is what I did. If you have a different experience, that could very well be so. When you opened the restaurant and you were thinking pretzels, were you making them yourself first? No, we never made them ourselves because we don't have the facility. You need special ovens, you need to be able to use the lye. So we used to work with a bakery here that developed it for us. So together we developed the pretzel from original recipes from a baker that we knew from Holland who made original pretzels. It was breaking bread and they're not around anymore. And now we get them from Backport Bakery and they basically continued the same recipe that we used in the beginning, but it's done with the original, you know, with lye, so you have to wear those big old gloves and be careful. So we're doing it with the original recipe that we developed for our restaurant in the beginning. The warm, delicious yeasto experience of my summer camp days was nothing compared to this traditional way of making pretzels. I like both, actually, even though my pretzels at home don't get that dark brown crust on them. I do feel obligated to credit the source of the phrase, warm, delicious yeasto experience. An internet search turns up the book, Mudworks, Creative Clay, Dough, and Modeling Experiences, by Marianne F. Cole, published in 1989, my first year working at summer camp. Her recipe enables me to make pretzels at home every National Pretzel Day, April 26th, without having to don personal protective equipment. And Back Porch Bakery's pretzels enable me to have an authentic special treat, which Beta described perfectly. The pretzel is probably the best starter for 
before a meal because a lot of people go into restaurants and they have little pieces of some kind of bread and here you can share a pretzel and or you can even pretzel just with a beer you know it's a, it's a great snack food that i when people ask hey you know i just want a beer what do you can eh, take a pretzel it's a wonderful thing you can have it as a starter you can have it with the soup you can have it just whatever you know and some people that's their second side on a plate sausage plate with three sausages sauerkraut and a pretzel we basically sell pretzel the year round there's no no season for it. I think right now it's time for another warm, delicious yeasto experience. This is KCBX Public Radio for the Central Coast. I'm Father Ian, and I'm playing with food.